podcast playoff morning edition it's i don't know 5 a.m eric's time or feels <laughs> like it probably yeah no uh yeah we're doing a, a rare day of recording uh posting it same day uh nlds preview you know, the dodgers have to step things up during the playoffs we all have to stay up step up you have to record earlier i have to do editing the same day but we do it for the love of the game that's right we're, we're basically kevin costner <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the Dodgers, um, both wild card games have been done. The National League wild card game was one I'm very happy the Dodgers did not participate in. My nerves would not have been able to take it. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that because, I mean, that, the wild card games are awesome. Like, because they're, you know, it's it's elimination game, like, immediately to start the playoffs. <laughs> you're just like, even if you don't care about the teams, you're just like, oh, my God, this is like an intense game. Like, uh, and then especially that Rockies Cubs because it was like like a one run game the entire game or tied. Then it went into extra innings and it was just like intense the entire game. But uh, and and because of the tiebreaker thing, the teams like pitching staffs were like like decimated to us in a you know an extent. I guess they could have set up a little because the Rockies went with Kyle Freeland on short rest and he was awesome like scoreless baseball into the into the seventh I think and. Uh, um, and like, you know, you just, it would have been an issue. And so the Dodgers, because, you know, they started Hill Sunday, Bueller Monday, they would have been in a precarious position as well. The rumor was, uh, either Alex Wood or Ross Stripling would start. I would, I talked to Stripling yesterday and he dropped this little nugget on me and said, uh, he's like, yeah, the rumor was, uh, they were thinking about going Kershaw, like just like for a, as long as he can go, and that would have been, mind you, on two days rest, because he he just uh, pitched Saturday. So um, that, and I said, so you, I said, so you're basically saying Kershaw is the opener now, like, and uh, but he's like, yeah, but he's like that he wanted to, he was just clear, like that was kind of just a rumor, but because uh, you know none of the players i don't think necessarily knew what was if i don't think it's not it's one of those things like you have to sort of plan for it but you also don't want to um, allow the possibility that you would lose a game <laughs> like you know so they just they were concentrating on winning the division and that's what happened and so, i'm i'm glad they did <laughs> yeah because it really would have been like look at the rockies for instance they're um uh they're they're playing today in milwaukee they played the the first game of the day and uh so they, they played Sunday in Denver, uh, they played Monday in L.A., Tuesday in Chicago, and then today in Milwaukee. So that's four teams, four cities, five days. Like, that's that's crazy. Uh, and then they have, like, Kyle Sensatella, or not Kyle, uh, Antonio? I, I always forget his first name. Yeah, uh, Sensatella going. And then the Brewers are even going with a, with an opener because their pitching staff is also, like, like, uh, you know, in a bit of a, not shambles, but they're also more equipped because they have a, the, probably the best bullpen going yeah. in the NL. So, but it's just like, you know, welcome to the playoffs, man. Like, anything goes. Dodgers are not in such a boat. They were able to win the division, so they were able to 
pretty firmly set the rotation, which was um, one uh, because they won the wild card, but also because Bueller did so well. They didn't really have to touch any important piece outside of Kenley, um, and you know, even they'll still have two days rest. So Dodgers get to set. Uh, you would assume, oh, they get to do whatever they want. It would be Kershaw. You and I have mentioned that a few times over the last few weeks. It is instead Hinjin Ryu to start Game One. What do we think about that? Yeah, it, well, it's odd, first of all. Like, yeah, but then, like, on one level, like, look, we we've been conditioned to, you know, Clayton Kershaw clearly is going opening day. He's going. He's the Game One guy. He's the staff ace because um, he was like pretty clearly the best pitcher and like uh, that at the moment is not the case. Like, um, so like from a symbolic standpoint, it's, it's odd. Like uh, he has started um, dating back to the 2009 NLCS. Uh, he started eight of the last 10 game ones for the Dodgers. And the only two he didn't start were because he pitched the last game of the previous series. So he, uh, he couldn't go like on that short of rest. So, he went in game two. So like, he's basically the, the, you know, all time, uh, game one guy for them, you know, the last uh, decade or so. And that he's not, he was, he's on, he would have been on regular rest. Um, but, uh, they went with Ryu and, but you you can make the argument like that's a fine choice. Like, you know, like, uh, it's so there's a couple things about this, uh, one, um, uh, it it keeps Ryu and Kershaw in order, which is something, and it, they're both on five days rest. Uh, Kershaw is going in game two, uh, so and you look back at um, uh, Kershaw, like since he came back from the D, the second DL trip this year, he had like uh, I think a couple starts, but then after that, I think it was like twelve of his last fifteen starts were on five days rest actually one was a six day rest but so basically he barely started on four days rest so and the dodgers only did it like all year 50 times as a team it was the fifth fewest in baseball so they're always cognizant of giving extra rest they think it leads more effective and they they had the best like starters era in the national league so it worked like um so that's part of it it also is the easy public justification for it (laughs) you know whereas i think nothing was said yesterday you know no one's ever going to say this out loud there's no there's no way like kershaw wasn't unhappy with it but um he's going to actually talk to reporters today because the general thing is um the pre-game sort of coordinated interviews are next game starting pitcher so he'll talk about it today i'm sure this had to be a weird thing for him but then the other way to sort of justify it at least you know publicly um, is that because of the weird uh, division series schedule with two off days, um, you could pitch your game two starter in game five on normal rest if you have to. Dave Roberts would not commit to that yesterday, but that's that's like probably clearly in their thinking too. Like, um, so it's a way you can sort of sell it to Kershaw in that regard. Not that you always have to sell it because you know, look, the ultimately, the, you know, managers make the decisions, front office makes the roster, that kind of a thing. But we all know it's not always uh, cut and dry like that. Um, so it, it is weird, but like, it also rewards Ryu for like a, 
a really great season. Really great uh, season. After you want to you want to say the injury again? You like saying this? He, oh yeah, he he tore the groin muscle off of his bone. Like <laughs> like like yeah, and he missed you know three months or that. That that's just an, an insane injury. Like that hurts so bad to think about. And this is after like basically missing two years with shoulder and elbow surgery. So. Uh, like what a he's been through a lot like uh had a nice comeback year last year um but then didn't make the the postseason roster he was like the the odd man out in the rotation he and he's a guy who can't really pitch in relief so he they didn't have a spot for him uh he was like the fifth starter but they only used four so it was a little bit rough uh but this year he's been great he had a sub two era he, only, he made 15 starts because of aforementioned uh, missing three months because of a groin injury, uh, and um, yeah, he's he's been great. Like he was, he's been awesome at Dodger Stadium. Like he's given up what twelve runs in nine games. Five of those games have been scoreless. Uh, he's been really, really good. So like, uh, I think they're still in a good position. It doesn't it doesn't really mean much outside of the symbolic. Oh wow, Kershaw's not starting game one, but they're still really set up. And you know, Walker Buehler is going to go game three. Look, it's going to be Rich Hill in Game Four. Roberts didn't like officially say that yesterday, but that's pretty clearly what's going to happen. They don't really have another option there. They're not going to go Ryu on short rest. <laughs> so, like, it's it, yeah. So, as we're recording, like the rosters aren't officially out yet, but I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. Like, it would be a total shocker. They're just like, oh, you know what, Rich Hill didn't make it. We're not. We're just going to go with three starters this round. We'll see. But uh, no, it, uh, that's that's pretty clearly what they're going to do. Now the reason we're recording so early is you have to get to the stadium super early, not fighting traffic, fighting uh, all of the information you have to digest very quickly before a is it a five thirty start? Yeah, five thirty local today. So um, we actually, even though we're doing the same day, we still don't have rosters, official rosters. So uh, the roster you and I guessed uh, last week on Tuesday's episode, I should say. I, uh, or Monday's episode, I think is probably still the most likely, but who knows? I don't think we have any other real news on who is or isn't making outside of some names that none of us had on our roster. Yeah. So yesterday there was some, you know, media, it was workout day. So there's the media access. We were in the clubhouse. And so like uh, Pat Venditti, John Axford, Tony Singrani, Yimmy Garcia, all of them had their lockers cleared out. Uh, so they're done like, uh, um, no official word that there's a chance they could be in the quote unquote stay hot camp in Arizona. They usually have to like, it just keeps guys sort of at the ready in case they need an injury replacement or something like that. Um, also, uh, Zach Roscup, who was like sort of one of the, on the fringe guys who might make it if they needed an extra left-hander, he was packing up stuff. So he's pretty much out the same with JT Chagua, but he only, he was on the DL for so long in September, and he only pitched one game in the final week, so he was a long shot anyway. But yeah, outside of that, we don't really have a ton of news. Did talk to Dylan Floro because he had only pitched like one time in nine days. Um, he said he was completely healthy. Uh, wasn't sure why he didn't get in. He did warm up Saturday, but didn't get in. Um, he just said he was kind of joking about it. He's like, uh, he's like, it was nice to get a, a nice breather, you know, once in a while, but. Uh, so we don't know if he's going to be on because he was a guy they used a lot in like high leverage situations and to just go like one time in the last nine days was a little weird. So uh, he's sort of on the bubble as well, but he was like sort of um, pretty like 
matter of fact about it yesterday. Uh, I'll, I'm looking at, oh, so he said, he's like, look, there are a lot of numbers involved here. Uh, it just depends what they think is best for us to win. That's their decision. and That's how it's going to be. So he, pretty matter of fact about it, like whatever it's, he's ready, going to be ready if he's ready or if he's on the team or, or, you know, maybe not. So Dodgers obviously have played the Braves a little bit this year, but not being a divisional team. We don't know. Uh, imagine a lot of fans don't know a ton about them. What can we expect from them in terms of strengths and weaknesses? And what does their uh, rotation look like for the playoffs? So, like the main the, the main draw for me in this series is Ronald Acuna Jr. He's twenty. He's a superstar already. He's great. Um, he's the Braves' best player. Um, he's going to be Rookie of the Year, I think, over Juan Soto. Um, and he's pro- he's probably going to be a maybe a top ten MVP guy too. Uh, he's really really good outfielder. Has all the tools. Uh, leads the team in home runs. Um, great player. Uh, the other. Um, the sort of, uh, you know, they're just filled with young players. Like Ozzy Albies is only 21 at second. Johan Camargo is at three. Um, they would have, like Dan B. Swanson is like 24 and is a really good defensive shortstop, but he's probably out this series. They they haven't announced their roster either, but he has like a torn ligament and is maybe his thumb, it maybe his thumb or one of his fingers hasn't really hit yet for a little bit. Um, so the odds are he's not going to be on the team, or if he is, he's going to be very limited. Um, so look for old friend Charlie Culberson to step in, um, and like who the Dodgers traded in the Charlie Culberson trade uh, last uh, December that was Camp, Adrian Gonzalez, Brandon McCarthy, all the Scott Casimir, for God's sakes, was in that deal. People forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had a really good year for Atlanta, like he because he played a lot, you know, a lot more than usual. Um, Career high in plate appearances and games, uh, 322 for plate appearances, but he hit 270, 326, 466. Uh, Charlie Culberson slugged 466. He hit <laughs> like he hit like a slew of walk-off home runs for the Braves, which you know reminds you that he hit the the division winner in Ben's final game in 2016 for the Dodgers. That was pretty great. Um, so I, I expect him to probably fill in at shortstop, which sort of reminds you that. He did the same thing when Corey Seager was out, at least against lefties last year in the NLCS. Uh, and he was, uh, including the World Series, was 8 for 16 with four extra base hits in the in the playoffs for the Dodgers. So look out for Charlie Culberson is the way to go. Um, I guess in terms of the rotation, the one, things we, one thing we do know, it's Mike Fulton-Evich and um, Anibal Sanchez in game two, in for game one, and then Anibal Sanchez game two. Uh, Sanchez is a weird story because he like he was released by the Tigers in in spring training, and he he was terrible like the last three years. Like he had a his ERA was over six last year in the in the last three years in 415 innings um, he had a 5.67 ERA with the Tigers. So you know nothing was expected of him. He's 34 now, and he's been like pretty great for the Braves, like 2.83 ERA. In 24 starts, um, almost a strikeout per inning, uh, and he's a right-hander. So he's going to go game two. I think it's probably going to be Kevin Gaussman in game three. They're still kicking around the idea. If they do a left-hander in the rotation, it'll be Sean Newcomb. Uh, the Braves manager, Brian Snicker, was not uh, committal with that, anything beyond game two yesterday, so not quite sure yet there. But I think that's what they're going to do. Um 
but yeah, other than that, like that's it's kind of. I mean, the Braves still have Freddie Freeman, who's great at first. Um, Nick Markakis was an All Star this year, but he faded in the second half. Sort of a mirror image of Matt Kemp, I think, in a way. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're like a really talented team, and it's uh, and they're young, and it's they're going to be fun to watch. This is the most I've been looking forward to divisional series, as opposed to nervous. I don't know if that's just because it's you know six divisions in a row and all this. So, and I'm actually used to the Dodgers, you know, getting a little further than maybe I have been in you know previous years. So, I'm excited. I don't. I still yeah. don't know if I'll watch the games, but I'm excited. <laughs> oh really? Wow, you gotta, man, you gotta get over that. Watching it is great. If the you Dodgers win a World Series, the nerves go away. So it's on the Dodgers. If they want, want me to be able to watch at least the early innings of a uh, playoff game. I'm. I haven't. World written, I haven't finished writing it yet. But the, the other thing that's a little bit concerning is still like uh, Kenley Jansen. We talked about this. Uh, he allowed two home runs on Monday in a non-save situation and. Uh, since coming off the DL uh, in August when he had the, the um, heart uh, arrhythmia thing um, in Denver, um, he has allowed seven home runs in like 18 games. So that alone would be a career high for a season in home runs uh, allowed. He's allowed 13 on the season. That's more than double his previous worst. So uh, that said, like, you know, I don't know if it's, it's just what they say or if it's true or not, but like, to a man, like almost everyone in that locker room who would talk about it is like, oh, yeah, we're totally confident in Kenley Jensen. Like, no big deal. He'll be fine. Like, that's sort of the, the company line right now. So I worry a little bit about what's happening with him. Uh, the stuff still seems to be there. The command, probably not. And uh, it's just been a bit of an issue. So, um, yeah, I think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everything. everyone is still super confident in him. So that'll be something to watch, um, I think, in the playoffs. But I, I, am, I am sort of bullish on um, the offense. I know it was inconsistent at a lot of times, but man, I think down the stretch and in September they were really like a lot better. Um, and I think the, they're like, good. The super platoon status they have is just really yeah. encouraging. And like, and they could do like if, if you know if the relievers come in, they have weapons against both sides. Uh, I think they they could like the offense could like carry them, and I think the starting pitching is still really good. Like we're look we're talking about Kershaw being like not Kershaw, but he had such a far way to fall. Like he's still really good. Like he had a like a two seventy three ERA this year. Like wow, what an idiot, you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> what a loser for having such a bad ERA. Like, um, but yeah, I think honestly, like I think had his start on Saturday not been so bad like he it was a bad giants lineup man like and he gave up five runs he was getting hit around um i think if that was like not the final taste in their mouth i think they might have still had him go game one that's uh, maybe speculating but i think they were just like let's give him an extra day and see what's up but so i think that's sort of where they're at right now okay anything else you wanted to add before we wrap this up mm, uh the other thing i guess uh Keith Williams Jr. I'm not not sure if you've ever seen or heard him sing the national anthem at a Dodger game. Gospel singer. Um, he is wonderful, and he always hits like these insanely high notes at the end, and it always gives me goosebumps. Like every single time he's singing the national anthem before game one. He did the anthem in uh, game before game one sixty three on Monday, and it was great. 
I expect that to be great again today. So looking forward to that. He's not doing game two, which is a, a terrible loss for them. But no, uh, I don't know. Uh, but he's, he's really good. I, I, it's, you know, national anthem singer, give or take. But it, when I, anytime I know he's, he's going to be singing, I'm excited. So I am sort of excited for that. Great. Well, let's send you to Dodger Stadium. I'll send this to uh, our provider, our hosting provider, and our listeners will send it to their ears. And then the other, oh, one other thing oh, before. Man. I had the sweet sign off and you're ruining it. I'm sorry. News uh, is more important. Go. No, it's not news, but like the people, the rosters will be out. Uh, Dave Roberts yesterday said they're still deciding on between seven and eight relievers. The argument is with two off days in a five game series, you don't necessarily need an eighth reliever, maybe. I think it's still probably a little bit of like maneuvering there. Like, uh, you know, it's hard to take some of that. With that face value, but let at, at its face, like fine, there there might they might carry seven relievers. That would probably make a spot for Chase Utley, I would imagine. But uh, just that's sort of the one thing to sort of look for in the roster. But like I said, by the time you hear this, the roster will be out already. So just know that. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will uh, probably talk to you uh, before the Dodgers uh, road game. Talk to you then.